Hello, and welcome to episode three of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris. I'm here with Arnaldo. Here. And we've got a lot more stuff to go over this week. We have some two pretty big announcements from Netflix. Um, we got some trailers to go over, including a TV, kind of a teaser trailer. You don't often get those. Um, yeah. Got some TV show news. And then we obviously have our very anticipated review of Guardian, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh, was so good. So good. So So let's start with the Netflix stuff. So um, 13 Reasons Why they announced that they're going to have a second season. Yeah, so that was super exciting. Another thing they announced was they had like some key points to kind of keep an eye out for. Uh, one of them was that it, they're going to delve more into Jessica's story, which if you've seen the show, it's pretty pretty interesting what happened to her. And it has everything to do with... Um, you know, the main character, Hannah, as well. And um, so we get to get to get more in-depth with that. There's also supposed to be no narrator um, since there is no more tapes. That's what they were stating. Right. They're going to have uh, a narrator that's not Hannah. Yeah. And everyone's making speculations. You're not going to know till it happens. I mean, technically, we've seen some stuff. The one we watched together yeah. could be different people. I mean, it could could even be the parents involved because yeah, that's true. they're kind of delving into their, you know, aspect of everything. Mm-hmm. And then the one that everyone's loving is that they're going to hope, hopefully, hopefully see Bryce get his comeuppance. But that seems so vague. <laughs> I mean, that's like, yeah. it's almost like saying, hey, make sure to watch the whole season because Bryce might get kicked in the balls or something yeah. like that. You know, or, you don't, you know. Yeah, or maybe if, maybe they're going to just take it a whole different way and be like, get he gets with his deserves and then he gets some kind of Heisman th- trophy. <laughs> hey, hey, that, that could possibly be it. So I know everyone was very, very hopeful about hearing announcement about 13 Reasons Why. And I think it's a great idea. Um, we didn't cover two of the other items on the list because we thought it was kind of there's just kind of yeah. boring or they're reaching for kind yeah. of yeah they're <laughs> reaching for something there. Um, the other Netflix news I'm gonna take most of it because Arnaldo hasn't seen season one. And last Friday they came out with a trailer announcing season two of Masters of None. And if you don't know what that show is, basically it was a Netflix TV show uh, starring Aziz Ansari, and he was basically an Indian guy. And he plays true to his character that he was, you know, his found parents are from India. And his real dad, I think his mom, too, might actually be in the show because his dad, he always makes fun of his dad saying he records videos and takes pictures with his iPad. (laughs) And that was one of the running jokes in the actual show was he was taking pictures. He was taking video, stuff like that. Yeah, we've all seen those people, too, at the Disney parades and exactly <laughs> any parade, actually. It's so just, the show basically follows him around. He made his money. I can't even remember. I think he sold like an app or something like that, something techie. And basically, he just roams around New York City and he's just kind of like, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. His dad's always asking him what he's going to do with his life. Well, the shocker for me was they announced it on Friday, last Friday, and the show, the new season drops tomorrow the the 12th so we're recording on the 11th it drops may 12th that's <sighs> they they did this with the oa where all of a sudden there was no advertisements no information no nothing and they drop it yeah. i understand why they do it because it's the the fomo was hard on this one because <laughs> basically everyone's like oh my gosh they're dropping a season two i mean i did see um as, as he did post pictures of them filming in i think like italy or something with the uh, i can't remember the co-star is um but they're riding vespas and stuff and it looked you know oh, it looks nice. fun and it looked <laughs> like they're having a good time um but the one thing i noticed was you know other than him posting that they didn't post anything else it was just 
that photo I saw. So I, I think Netflix, I don't know if they're watching Hulu and they notice that sometimes when you'll see these TV shows, they announce and then they do one episode a week and the numbers do drop off. I'm not going to lie. Some people, they sit there and they watch, oh, I'm going to binge watch all these shows. And all of a sudden you get to the fourth episode and you realize you were just behind by four weeks. <laughs> so now you have to wait one more week just to get the next episode. So I when you so incomplete, exactly. <laughs> and so the people go, well, I need to go out on this different show. Yeah. And that actually happened to me. We were talking about Riverdale. Oh yeah. Yeah. I stopped watching it for after the third or fourth episode. Cause I didn't want to have to wait every week. So I binge watched it on, over the last weekend. I'm all like caught up till the very last episode, which airs today. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited, but Netflix, I, this is a crazy tactic. Like you said, I've said they'd taken it with the OA and yeah. the OA did amazing. Yeah. So I think it's a tactic that I really like. Well, it's, it's one of those things. It's like if the formula isn't broken, don't fix it. And they clearly know what they're doing, you know, very little marketing, but it, it's always a hit. And I don't know, everything that's been announced and, you know, that's been coming out has been really good. So I could only imagine how much better it can be. I, mean, I, think, I think they only the only set dates they have for shows are like um, House of Cards, and yeah. I and I think also uh, obviously Orange Stranger, is the New Black, too. Orange is the New Black, and Stranger yeah. Things. Yes. So it's one of those things. Tell us what you think on our Facebook page. Facebook page is facebook.com slash FOMOcast. And basically just, you know, post on there what you think about these these new shows, what they're doing, stuff like that. So. You know, a lot of times people don't care about the Netflix shows that come out that way because a lot of people just use it for movies. But we want to hear what you think about these shows because, you know, in the future, whenever these shows do pop up like that, we want to know what you want to watch. Um, The next thing we want to talk about are the trailers. And since you did mention Orange is the New Black, let's start with Orange is the New Black trailer. Um, yeah, it looks so crazy. So it, if you haven't seen it already, um, this season five is going pretty much balls to the wall. And it looks like they're just tired of their conditions and they just want to take over. And that's what they end up doing, it looks like. So um, you start seeing some people break down such like crazy eyes and, and all these other characters. And you just want to take back their dignity, really, it seems like. See, and I, I'm I I obviously I binge watched the start of the show. Yeah, I think we got through most of season three. So I didn't watch season four. The one thing I did notice that, um, they, it's kind of weird with the orange is the new black series. When we got through the first two seasons, you would see these cool little callbacks. So they would do like, if you noticed, they talked about the bad conditions of living. Yeah. Well, in the third season is when they merge, they become a private prison and they start increasing the numbers of the, of the inmates. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like showing like a slow burn. So I like how they kind of threw that in there as like a, it it was kind of cool showing all that stuff. Kind of bringing it back. Exactly. Tying it together like a little bow. And the weird thing is too, is the show was very, very, they showed a lot of race, you know, problems. Yeah. So the Hispanic people didn't like the black people didn't like the white people. And it was, oh, I'm going to use them for my advantage. Well, in this one, it shows them all uniting yeah, against, really cool. against their oppressors. And I think it's going to be a great season. Um, I know that's probably, I think that was, that, I'm pretty sure Orange is the New Black was their very big hit besides House of Cards for yeah. like pushing the service. Like I need to get this because, because of, of Orange is the New yeah. Black. Yeah, so the FOMO was hard at that time. <laughs> the FOMO was very hard. And I couldn't remember people putting out stats of them saying they're like quadrupled, you know, their numbers because just people just wanted to watch Orange yeah. is the New Black. Oh, yeah. Um, 
the next trailer, I don't know if you saw, is the Blade Run- their Blade Runner trailer. Oh, it's so good, dude. Blade Runner 2049. Um, I don't remember watching Blade Runner. I know I watched it. Um, this one is, it's almost like they waited until the technology was good for the CGI. Yeah. And it looks fantastic. Ryan Gosling looks amazing in it. He's like, hey, girl. And the funny <laughs> part about him is, in this one, is I always think of the mechanic. Or what was it? Was a mechanic or driver? Driver. Yeah, driver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always think of driver. So whenever he's in a movie and I see him driving a car or wielding a gun, this one made me think of him as a completely different person. He seemed like he fit in that world very, very well. Yeah. The only problem I've been hearing people complain about is how does Harrison Ford age in this? He doesn't age, though. <laughs> but he's not <laughs> human oh, in the movie. Yeah, yeah. In the Blade Runner, the first one, mm-hmm. he's not human. Spoiler. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's a very old spoiler. <laughs> but they're like, how does he age? Yeah. So I'm very interested to see how they explain that in yeah. in the actual thing. So that's one more trailer you can go out there and watch. It's you know, if you haven't watched Blade Runner, I'm probably gonna pick it up this weekend and watch it just to get me ready. Yeah, I was thinking about doing the same thing just to kinda catch up and kinda see where they're gonna go with it, you know? Yeah, so yeah. almost like a Star Wars type thing. When mm-hmm. when you watch the, the, the prequels, which I don't I mean, I enjoy watching them. I love anything Star Wars, yeah. but you can see a continue continuity continue and how do you say that continuity word? continuity. There mm-hmm. you go. Error, just because of the fact that everything the CGI was used so much, it doesn't yeah. flow in. Whereas with Force Awakens, they use so much practical stuff that it looked great. <laughs> it looked fantastic. I remember people freaking out when they saw the puppets because mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh my gosh, they're going practical." Yeah. So. You, I want to watch it just to see how it works with you know with both the setups to see hey hey look you know they went from the first one to the second one, while obviously the v- visuals are going to get better. You want them to stay close. Yeah. So the next one I want to go to. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave that <laughs> one for the end because I'm mad about that one. Okay. But the, the new it trailer. It's basically the same trailer as the first one, with just the creepy raising the balloons up oh they're also find stuff in, oh yeah yeah they find, they find a girl's shoe yeah and they were like in some kind of uh, wastewater <laughs> and, and um i don't like horror movies at all oh okay. but this one makes me want to watch it just for the sheer comedy of those kids talking to each other yeah. and making jokes at each other's expensive and he's like it doesn't smell like gray matter or it doesn't smell like poo or yeah. whatever and he's <laughs> making a joke but then they see the balloon yeah and the realization comes through and it's like Wee! That was the best reveal of a villain's face I've ever seen with the impossible triangle of balloons, which I know there's phys- – I don't know how you would do it. Well, Disney does it though. Well. <laughs> I, th- I think I think uh, Pennywise works for Disney. <laughs> he's the guy. He's selling you the balloons yeah. at, during the uh, Main Street Electrical Parade. That's true. But um, I really enjoyed this trailer even though I don't like those type of movies just because the suspense – it wasn't even like he was chasing them or anything. He literally just showed yeah. his face – and then it ended. Yeah. So I'm fingers crossed they don't do any damage to the old, original, the original, yeah. which the I series. from apparently what I I've heard. Um, I never watched the first one, but oh, when you crazy. watch the you watch the comparisons, it's almost identical. Yeah. No, I, I actually watched the first one. I was when I was actually maybe ten or eleven. Oh jeez. <laughs> and it was cool because it was a mini series, and I watched it all on TV. I, I don't think I watched it when it first aired. It was like one of those things that I. Th- I believe it was on uh, Sci-Fi. Okay, yeah. yeah, back in the day, and uh, then I remember when we were able to actually rent it. I think we went to Albertsons when they used to do video <laughs> rentals, and uh, yeah, man, it was mind blowing. Pretty freaking creepy. Um, I know my wife hates clowns. 
I hate so, clowns as well. But know. I'm willing to take bite the bullet on this one because it, it does look cinematically. It looks amazing. Yeah. So I'm willing to do that. Yeah. The last trailer, I I don't even know, man. <laughs> I don't even know. It's like there's a joke I always hear, but you know, Mark Wahlberg is always going to the next level. Mm-hmm. So the Transformers, the last night, the concept alone, I was like, what are you talking about, knights? I mean, you gotta be kidding me. So we watched the one trailer. It looked yeah. it looked pretty awesome. It looked pretty legit because they gave it like a backstory where they've been there the whole time. They've been there the whole time. It shows them raising their swords with the other ones, mm-hmm. their protectors. So then on Facebook they had the hot rod clip, and apparently the Transformers are comedians now <laughs> because they have a World War Two era tank transformer who has dementia, yeah. who thinks it's still World War Two. Uh, Bumblebee gets mad at the guy for shooting a cannon at him. Yeah. And then we have a Lamborghini roll up, and a girl is apparently hitting him on the inside because she has a stick when she gets yeah. out. <laughs> and they start fighting, and then she falls down some hill. And, and he <laughs> has an Italian accent, and yeah. he goes, she's so hard to deal with, or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? And then they they have these little jokes, and I, I don't know, man. When I watched Transformers as a kid, it yeah. wasn't about the people having jokes. I mean, it was yeah. – and it was the corniest jokes. It was, uh, is she coming here against a will or is it her first time in a Transformer? That's a little bit of both, it, Clarice. It, exactly. <laughs> and you know – Anthony and, Hopkins. That's the funny thing. Anthony, Hom- Anthony Hopkins. I loved him in Westworld. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All these different shows. Yeah. He's so amazing. I don't think he can say this. No. If he wasn't in it and it was some other random British dude, I bet you it would do better because people are going to go see this and they're going to think, oh, Anthony Hopkins is in it. And yeah. No, dude, this is like the seventh Transformer <laughs> movie. And uh, was it Michael Bay said he had plans for like 10 more? Something ridiculous. He, I think he's trying to create this whole almost like the Fast and the Furious franchise. How like, hey, let's see how over the top we can get with it. Hey, but you know what? Let's get Mark Wahlberg because he's the human embodiment of the Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. I mean, the problem is, is people don't realize. I just listened to a podcast. I, I, they, they covered. Um, they were talking to, I think it was the stunt coordinators for Fast and the Furious, the last couple of them. Yeah. And they they admitted that like Fast 4 did not do good. Yeah. The fourth Fast and the Furious movie did not do good. It lost money. Mm. And it was because they went to CGI. Mm. The problem with the Transformer universes, everything has to be CGI. There's nothing you can do otherwise. There's no physical way unless you get that that guy in, I think, Japan who built the BMW that can transform, Uh, but he can't drive. And I'm like, there's no (laughs) point in that. So that trailer really frustrated me. Um, As soon as I saw Arnaldo when he walked in, I go, dude, you need to watch this. This is ridiculous. (laughs) I don't want to see jokes. I want to see action. Who knows? I mean, they keep making money. Yeah, That's the thing. They keep making money, and they keep getting rid of people. They got rid of Megan Fox. They got rid of Shia LaBeouf. Then it was that was the supposed to be the franchise people. Yeah, they got rid of them. So if you guys have any trailers, movie wise, that you guys want us to cover, or you've seen them and you are thinking the same thing, what's going on? Let us know. Go to Facebook.com/slash/FomoCast and let us know. And then actually, I, w- I was going to um, bring up something. So from last episode, I had a few brain farts. Um, I did remember the actual titles of the movies. And so the one that I was talking about that was very similar to The Matrix with Christian Bale and had Tate Diggs I actually showed you the scene. Yep. It was called um, Equilibrium. So if you guys were wondering, that's what it is. It's called Equilibrium. And then the the other thing that we were talking about was how in this, the Guardians, um, they were talking about how you, you were talking about how Drax wanted to get back at Thanos. 
and I was trying to think of the villain, and it's Ronan the Accuser. Okay. I got confused because yes. I said the Destroyer, and you're like, no, that's Drax. That's Drax the Destroyer. Yeah, and yes. it's because they have the the in the middle. It, of the, yeah, and it makes so. them basically the same. Exactly. It's the same person. <laughs> so the last trailer, because we talked about movie trailers. So we, I have never seen, I don't know, have you ever seen a... Teaser for a teaser trailer? Teaser for a trailer for a TV, TV show on Fox. On Fox. No. Now, Fox, I, um, you may have known, they lost American Idol. American yeah. Idol is going to ABC after only being gone for a year. <laughs> I, I don't know. But the trailer for Marvel's The Gifted. Um, Arnaldo showed this to me when he got here. And um, I don't, I can't tell the time it's in because it's it looks, kind of vague. It looks current, though. It looks current, but the one kid's kind of got like an 80s vibe t-shirt going on. Yeah. Um, but when you watch it, it's kind of cool because it could just be a hipster though. It could be a hipster. <laughs> um, they're showing just like, Oh look, she can move the popcorn bag into the bottom of the thing. The kid's like, cool. And all of a sudden all hell breaks loose. Yeah. You see cops going around, they're shorting up the thing. And basically it's almost like she's a female, the girl, girl talking is like a female Charles Xavier. Yeah. And she says that she can help the kid harness his power. Mm-hmm. It shows the vending machine they were just manipulating with explode. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the kid's power. And to me, this feels more like a hero's vibe. Like it's. Yeah. But I think it's also supposed to be almost like maybe like a new X-Men because it is, <clears throat> it is also being directed by Brian Singer, who's yes. done the X-Men films. So which, which I was really surprised that he's gone into the, the TV realm. He, I'm, I heard some interviews with him saying he was super excited and that he was taking a filmmaking approach to it to where he was basically going to film this like a mini series almost. Awesome. And obviously the X-Files work so well for Fox. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to try to start using the BBC method of doing 10 episodes a season yeah. or, you know, and calling I, it series it, instead of season. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, we just watching that. I love X-Men. I grew up on the cartoon yeah, me too. Yeah, I love it. You know, whenever they made a bad movie, it was, it was almost like, Come how, on, guys. It, but it was also how they felt. People felt when the, the, the prequels came out for star Wars, it was like, Oh, well we have star Wars. Yeah. You know, when I have an X-Men movie, um, you know, I'm excited about it. So the TV show, um, we just had the Legion that was on FX, yeah, which was different. But if you love X-Men, you love the show. Yeah. So this gifted looks freaking amazing. Yeah. The real trailer drops on Monday the 15th. Oh, and you best believe we're going to talk about it. We'll be covering week. it f- yeah. for sure because yeah. I don't even know because I, I just want to kind of get a basis of it. You don't, you, you don't yeah. even get a basis of it. You literally just see them using their powers. And that's, that's it. it. And so it's kind of like a wham, bam. Thank you. Oh, man. hey, look. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. So, like I said, let us know. Facebook.com. Fumblecast. Mm-hmm. And that way, if you guys have any trailers, you can even post post trailers to our thing. That way we can cover it next week. So if you really want to know, hey, look, what's going on with this show that's coming out? You know, pretty soon, pretty soon we're going to have to go over the cancellations. I think next week. Oh, man. Because it's such a massive list. <laughs> there's been a big, there's, I think I saw three or four today alone. Yeah. So next week we'll go over some of that. But anything you guys want to talk about, post it on the website. Yeah. Um, so next, this kind of blew my mind. Um, I was busy today. I'll probably make a drop about it at the end. Yeah, yeah. No problem. But Arnaldo goes, dude, they just said that they're going to make a Deadpool cartoon on, cartoon on, on FXX. FXX. Uh, directed and written. I think, yeah, directed. I don't it's, know if it's directed. It's more written. Yeah. It's, I believe it said it's written and his uh, brother is going to be the showrunner. Yes, with Donald Glover, Simba, Childish Gambino. 
<laughs> Amazing good, actor and rapper. Good old Childish Gambino. For those of you that don't know, got his name from back in the early 2000s when the Wu-Tang Clan had a, on their website a Wu-Tang name generator. Yeah. It came up Childish Gambino, and that's how we have him today. I love it. He's amazing. Uh, my favorite are his raps on Community mm-hmm. when he did the rap on Christmas, I think it was, yeah. because he was supposedly Jehovah Witness on that show. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Um, but this is just it's, – it's brilliant. They're saying it's supposed to be along the same lines as the movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be like it's R-rated. A, it's an adult cartoon. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much they're going to get away with or what time they're going to have to be in because he, he well, drops F- the F-bomb. He does a lot of yeah. stuff. But FXX is, you know, it's premium cable. It's premium cable. So, so there's very high hope for that. Yeah. Um, the other thing I have high hope for is um, – so I, I'm an avid comic, comic book reader. And uh, the comedian Brian Posehn has become a very, very big uh, contributor to the Deadpool comics. Mm, and he has awesome. made them so much better. Yeah. He, he has – because people don't realize – if you don't know – they call him the Merc with the Mouth because he's a basically comedic superhero. Yeah. He's not even a superhero. He, whoever pays him the most money. I mean, the la- I had a series. <laughs> I had a series where Cable, who's going to be in the new movie, was chase, chasing him through history as someone paid him to go and help the South during the Civil War, <laughs> help Nazi Germany during World War II. So, you know, he's basically whoever's the highest bidder. What I love about this idea, though, is that it's bringing the comic books to the cartoons, to TV, and there's been too many. I think uh, DC has kind of ruined it. Yeah. Because they. It's the so dark. Teen, teen Titans Go and Teen Titans. Yeah. They have so oh, yeah, many yeah, yeah, of yeah. the young Titan shows. Yeah. All these kids are. I'm like, that's not who they are. Yeah. You got to remember Superman is beating people up. He's not killing people usually. No. But they the comics are darker. The shows yeah. are supposed to be darker. The movies used to be darker. Yeah. Um, so this, I think it will kind of put them back on track, especially with the new movie coming out next year. I mean, I don't even know. It, it, I think it said it was be like a 10 episode run. So it might be a series thing where it's yeah. just a short run to see how it goes. And it, whatever it is, I'm going to, I'm, I'm super jazzed cause I know he is also pretty geeky as well. So I can only imagine if this is something that he's been brewing as a child, you know, and how much acclaim he's gotten for Atlanta and everything like that. So it's, it's going to be, I mean, it's gonna I, be awesome. I don't even know if you heard about this. So did you hear about what happened with him and Spider-Man? Oh, that he the was backlash. Cause he's made a joke. Yeah. He made a joke. Oh, I'll play the, the black. Uh, there's a Spider-Man who, um, his name is Miles Morales. Yes. And he was like the first, um, ethnic Spider-Man. And it was awesome and great, and I loved it. But what he said was, wouldn't it be funny if Childish Gambino was Spider-Man? All of a sudden, you had people going, oh, Oh, he's the next Spider-Man. They were saying that. Then they were saying, oh, you can't have him the next Spider-Man. The next Spider-Man can't be black. So then he's like, whoa, you guys being racist now? (laughs) So he had all that happen. And then when they they tapped him to play Lando Calrissian in the Han Solo movie, I remember like he, he took it at like... He was dead serious. Oh, he yeah. spent time with Billy D. Williams. He he like is taking it so serious because he loves the culture. He yeah. loves that stuff like that. He's not going to play with it. He may be a funny comedic act- actor, but this is no joke to him. This is his livelihood, and he appreciates all that stuff kind of stuff. That's geeky. Yeah, I love it. So, you know, comment on that. Like I said, we said on the website, facebook.com slash FOMOcast. We're going to work on getting a web, real website up so we can have, you know, our More own interactive stuff. Pr- yeah private space yeah. um, but also if you have any of your favorite cartoons that you think would do good you know comics whatever bring them back bring back spawn that's what i say 
You know what? That there's rumors. Back, I know. There's the, they've been yeah. talking about it was a TV series. Uh, yeah, possibly HBO again. Yeah, that was the first run. It was awesome. Spawn was a. I love Spawn. Don't don't have John Leguizamo back on the, like in the movie. That was that was <laughs> god awful. But I remember, dude, watching that movie. Changed my life. Non freaking stop. Yeah, he was supposed to be a scary dude, and I'm like. They're going to hell with these creatures, and yeah. this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so something like that, like Naruto just came up with it. He wants Spawn to come back, like you know the ticks coming back, stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh yes, the tick. I love the ticks coming back. Did you see the pilot episode? No. Oh, dude, it was so good. Um, What's it on? Is it on Amazon? Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I love I love the cartoon uh, of the tick. The cartoon was amazing. Yeah. I actually used to love the old the other show, the live one with, the live with Patrick Warburton. Yeah, that I was, never saw that one. Oh. oh. It was funny. It was good. It was good. Yeah. So if you got any child dreams like we have and you want them to bring something back, let us know. Because maybe, you know, they'll hear us out. <laughs> you never know. You never because, know. hey, worst things have happened. People don't know. I'm not going to lie to you about this. So who was it? I think Jillian Anderson was on The Nerdist. I think she was. Uh-huh. And Chris Hardwick loves The X-Files. And he's like, we need to do hashtag bring back the X-Files and oh, what yeah. happened. It started a movement and it, it was, came back. It was directly correlated. They don't want to say it was, but I guarantee it was. Oh, yeah. So whatever you want, you tell us. We'll try and help you push for it. That's right. <laughs> now, our last thing we're going to talk about today Woo! was Guardians of the Galaxy. So good. I saw Volume it twice. Two. I saw it too. I actually nice. sent Arnaldo a text, and I get a picture of the screen, and he goes, Round two in D box. So <laughs> and it, it made was a that difference. good. Yeah. So there may be some spoilers ahead. I'm going to warn everyone. I've been listening to spoiler apps. I mean, this is one of the ones, you know, I'm not going to go in too detail, but there's some little things I'll probably talk about that aren't, you know, crazy spoilers, but they might ruin it for some people. So if you don't want any spoilers, stop now, watch the movie, come back. Yeah. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was the fact that when I watched it, I was watching it with my wife, with a bunch of friends, and she never watched the first one. I was just like, hey, you have to come watch with me. I have to watch ASAP because I love the first movie. This movie felt way more real than the last one. Mm -hmm. It had the comedic everything in it. Um, My favorite part was the, you know, Rocket still can't get a wink wink right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The left eye, yeah. (laughs) And and he's like, oh, I did it the wrong eye again, didn't I? And, you know, just that comedic thing. But it gets so real in this movie. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you know, what's going on? And I think I was there with a bunch of other people that didn't really understand the comic book universe. Sure. Because while this movie was one of the realest ones, it also Easter eggs too. so many Easter eggs. Crazy. I was freaking out the whole time. So I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) So just so you know, this won't ruin anything. Um, They travel. They show how they travel interdimensionally. So basically, it's almost like um, they go to a wall, and it's almost like a holodeck. Yeah, and it's a, like a hole a, opens, and they travel through it. It's like all these like tiny, like it's almost like a like a universe stitched through pentagons. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So when you watch it, you're seeing all these Easter eggs, and they're just a glimpse that you're going through. And I'm freaking out the whole time, going, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I don't even know what to do." Yeah. And then there's the little watchers. things, <laughs> and there's little things like the Watchers. Yeah. That basically, if you've never read a comic book or don't know the history, you don't even know why it's funny. Yeah. You just see in there and you think, oh, look, I know that guy right there. No, it's even funnier. Yeah. The one thing I didn't know, you know, the character in there voiced by Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Is uh, one of the original Guardians. Original Guardians, yeah. which are now the, the, you know, this is 
technically a spoiler, but even if you read the comics or you've seen the reports after the first movie came out, um, the new set of Guardians didn't come. They weren't even around until 2008. Yeah. So they came out in a comic book in 2008 with the current lineup of Star Lord and Star Lord, Rocket, Gamora, Drax. And so the original one were a set of basically mostly regular people. And in this movie, they have them as Ravagers. Yeah, that was really cool because that's, so, that's, your, that's, your, that's your group, man. Exactly. <laughs> and I do believe in the original comics, they were technically thieves that just helped out when they could. Like Robin Hood. The, it, the Robin Hood of They're the, the Robin Hood. Heroes. And then when the Nova Corps came around, the Nova Corps would do stuff for them. Which, if you don't know, the Nova Corps is Marvel's version of the Green Lantern Corps. Okay. So oh, their helmets give them power instead of the rings. No. So pretty much similar. Yeah. So this one alone, um, one good thing I heard a lot of people point out is the fact that you get so much emotion. Um, like Drax's story is never told in the first one. Yeah, well, yeah, he just kind of touches on it, like saying, oh, this person, you know, killed my wife and daughter. And, right. And then really goes into it. Now, another thing, though, um, speaking about emotion. So, so the first time. I saw it in spoiler alert. Um, it has to do with Yondu and in his passing. So I thought he was coming back. So the first time I I, I was just like, oh okay, you know. I'm my sure wife gonna be in my this. wife looked at me and goes, is he dead? Is yeah. he dead? And she kept mouthing to me. I'm like, watch the movie. And she goes, no, no, is he dead? Is he dead? Is yeah. he dead? And this is coming from the woman who has not seen the first one. Sure. She was so emotionally attached to Yondu by that scene in the yeah. movie, she was freaking out. <laughs> and my thing is is. Uh, so I love Yondu, the character Yondu. Yeah. I think they they did it because Michael Rooker has too much of a big mouth. Yeah. That's why they killed him on Walking Dead. That's why when he does movies, they never take him on press tours because he gets crazy. He loves the fans. Yeah. I saw one today where he was laying on the ground. A, a gun released it, and he's laying on the ground in the Yondu costume and they have one of those little baby hands, and it's stroking his chest, like, wake up, Yondu. And I was like, what is going on? I mean, he seems like a fun guy. You can yeah. tell that, you know, he felt really well. The thing I learned um, from Gunn, I guess uh, James Gunn said before, the first movie was about finding family, and then the second movie was about being with family. Okay. So my fear is, though, is by saying that, does the third one have them lose certain people? Because in the comic books... They, they rotate. They yeah. bounce in and out. Yeah. So Star Lord has to go home to do something, to do this, do that. Um, the concept of the movie with Ego, I thought was pretty awesome. It was. I like how they actually represented him as a being, but also you actually get to see the classic comic version of the planet with a face on it, which with, is really it, sweet. It, it was very sweet. And um, the other thing, too, the colors were ridiculous. This oh, thing man. is so bright. So vibrant. I'm going back to watch it in 3D. Yeah. I'm probably going to shell it out for the whole the, the whole seat. What do they call that? Um, it's bigger. It's the one above D-Box. The DFX? Yes. Oh, okay. So the one where everything moves and you can feel vibration and stuff oh, like the, that. Yeah, that's that's D-Box. D-Box? Yeah, okay. that's D-Box. So I want to do that at Riverbank because yeah. that's where we went to go watch the one. And they actually had a cosplayer there dressed like star lord oh that's sweet <laughs> and they gave us free posters nice so i actually have a poster for you because i got two of them hell yeah so that was pretty awesome they gave <laughs> you a little premiere fo- pro- premiere poster from the imax but um i advise everyone if you haven't seen it you have to see this movie yeah i know we've been spoiling little things here and there but the way they developed this movie was so insane because you were expecting 
a Deadpool-like movie. Yeah. Because the first one was just so abrupt and, you know, they're it's like, oh. so original, you know. It, and it was as, insane. Yeah. And my favorite my favorite part of the movie probably is when, so Rocket, his name's Rocket Raccoon, but he doesn't consider himself a raccoon because yeah. he doesn't know what he is, doesn't know where he came from. He was trash min- panda. <laughs> That's the part. He calls him a trash panda. And then what, what else does he call him? He calls him another name. And he goes, is that good? I don't know if that's good. And then, and everyone's like, we don't know either. And yeah, that then, was a trash fan. And then Starlight yeah. goes, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's way it's bad. <laughs> and he, it's, it's worse than Raccoon. Yeah. And so, you know, I just, I like that. I liked the bond between Yondu and Rocket. Um, and what and, I noticed on this film too is that like uh, Star-Lord and Rocket took kind of like a back burner to uh, Groot and uh, Drax. Yes. In, in the comedic sense of it all. Yes, they did. And a lot of people don't know. So they call him Baby Groot. That's the original Groot. Yeah. Because Groot can go down to a splinter and then basically regenerate. Yeah. And relearn everything. Relearn everything. And which is funny because, like, in the film, he's almost like a five or six year old kid, the way he's yes. trying to, like, you know, um, comprehend where they want him to get um, this one piece of equipment that they need. It's so funny. I mean, the scene does go on a bit, but it's, yes. it's really funny because it gives you an understanding of. His comprehension skills and how and he, he has and to And you understand. do know he can talk because Rocket translates for him and he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and then what's uh, what does he say when they're sending off Yondu? Oh, oh I he, liked him. I really liked him or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's like, but he called you a twig. <laughs> oh, yeah. I liked him even though he called me a twig. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's a cute little thing. And, yeah. um, you know, the five teasers were a little bit of a, I don't know, I wasn't very impressed by them. Well, you know, I think they seem just too generic. And for people to know, there's there's five scenes. There's five scenes that literally don't have anything to do with anything else. Yeah. Well, actually, the I was gonna say the the I forgot the count the the council that they went to, but when she says, "I will call him Adam." Oh, okay, that one. I'm sorry. This this one. Yes. So he and I didn't even know that he wasn't bad to begin with. Yeah. So they're skipping something on this with with it's him. Going straight to it's going straight to the bad guy. The villainy. Um, but I do think my favorite cutscene would be the Groot one. Oh, the teenager, teenager Groot. <laughs> He's like, your minds are everywhere. You smell. <laughs> yeah, and the funny part is, is that it shows that Star Lord has learned to talk to Groot now. True. So he can understand Groot. Yeah. So that's. You know, that's really cool. I didn't even think about that. So he can understand Groot now. So he's sitting there and talking to him and learning everything. So I really liked that. Um, I liked Drax and the whole thing because while he was being serious and he would have a serious conversation, um, he was hilarious. And also in the fact that he was throwing insults. And it wasn't the comedic insult. He was insulting Mantis to get her away from him because he thought she he thought that she was attracted to yeah, him. It was almost like a like a childhood playground kind of like you know I'm you're, gonna give you're you a ugly. bad time. Yeah, exactly. But I really like you. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, I told everyone you have to watch it. I'm gonna watch it multiple times. Yeah. I'm buying it on Blu-ray. Oh yeah. I already know this. I uh, um. So those of you that don't know, they already spoiled it. But um, Sylvester Stallone is. A Ravager. Oh, yeah. That was a really cool scene, that. And, and, you know, that whole scene with the Ravager funeral, too. Yes. Uh, that was very, very uh, emotional moment. So, this I was telling you. So, the second time I watched it, it actually hit me. And I was like, okay, he's gone. Yes. Um, so, I did it a little misty-eyed because, you know, you do get actually really, really emotionally vested in Yondu because uh, you see how um, Peter Quill's dad, Ego, um, you realize everything. His motives, yeah, exactly. You realize what everything has happened. Yeah, and and then you you and then he realizes that 
you know, the whole time, you know, he thought that Yondu was just like out to kind of just beat, break him down and stuff. But then he was actually his father figure mm-hmm. and, and to be able to, um, you know, respect him and, and appreciate him in that sense was, was well, really and, emotional. And, and the you know? joke was, they go, well, why did, why did Yondu keep you? And he said, well, it was because I was small and I can fit in tight spaces. Yeah. Good for thieving. Yeah. And then in reality, he was just telling him that because, so for he those of you that, for those of you that don't know, it happens very early in the movie. But if you notice the Ravagers from the first movie, they all seem kind of dirty and gross. Yeah. Well, when you get to this thing, you see the other Ravagers, they all look clean. Yeah. Well, it turns out that Yondu's Ravagers went against the code. And by Yondu taking kids, you don't deal in humans. Yeah. So basically, he broke the code. He wasn't allowed. So this adds to the emotion of the movie because you can see how much it hurts Yondu because what he was actually doing was for the betterment of Peter Quill, Star-Lord. Yeah, when they thought it was just for a financial gain. Yes. The The one thing I don't like, though, is the fact that Sylvester Stallone character, you know what his name is? It's Starhawk. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I'm kind of like, well, does everyone have a star name now in in Um, the thingy? It's it's in space. It's not as good (laughs) as um, someone added me on Instagram that they were – What's the one guy's name? They made fun of him. Which one? The face guy. Oh. Uh, Razor face. Taser face. Taser face. <laughs> Taser face. So th- that one, I saw t- Taser faces following me on Instagram. And I saw awesome. that and I go, hey, good name. I <laughs> good made name. a comment. Yeah. Um, but th- there's a little comedic things like that. But um, I, when Sean Gunn, who plays, uh, I can't remember his name. He's his buddy, the one yeah, that yeah. brings him the, the Mohawk. Um, you see the emotion between them two. Yeah. So it's a very emotional movie. Be prepared. Great um, film, though. Like, loved it all the way through. Um, there's a lot of haters, of, you know, that say, oh, it was too, too like, um, I guess too light. But, um, I mean, know. here's the tough part is. You got to take it for what it's worth, honestly. I, I, I think what's happening with this movie is, is they're trying to not be one of those movies where. Oh, hey, we're going to tie into the Avengers or tie into that. Yeah. So I think everyone's expecting like on the end of Doctor Strange where you saw Thor show up yeah. or stuff like that. And it's not like it's, that. it's not like that because this is a completely different universe. Um, like people don't know the watchers who appear in this movie. The, all they do is literally watch what that's, happens. That's it. That's it. So they've seen what happens to the Avengers, all that stuff. From And they've seen, they've seen the whole Marvel universe unfold from the get go. And what I was going to say, touch on that is that Stanley being there. Just confirms one of the theories that a lot of fandom fanboys were throwing out there, like, well, since Stanley's in every single film, he has to be a watcher, and James well, you, Gunn actually like put him in there to confirm that. Well, did you see what he was t- talking about? Don't you? Yeah, he was talking about being the mailman and, and the, Iron and Man. the FedEx yeah. guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so he was basically telling them what he was doing yeah. in every single one of the things. Yeah, so, so that's really cool that they I made hope him a watcher. <laughs> I hope that's not the last one he does because I heard he's not doing very good. Oh, so you know, love you, Stanley. We love you, Stanley. <laughs> so um, I figure we we got that pretty good covered. Yeah, like we said, go watch it. Go, go to our Facebook it. Facebook page. Um, the podcast is coming out a day late. Um, had a death in my family, so we took care of that. That's why we're a little bit late today. That's why I haven't known anything. Uh, Arnaldo's been showing me a lot of stuff today. I haven't <laughs> been able to see. Haven't been on the internet. Nothing yeah. like that. So you know, we're going to end the show now. But we want to let you know, like I said, facebook.com slash FOMOcast. I'm Chris. I'm Arnaldo, and thank you for listening. Thank you. Ha <laughs> ha